Is this thing working? Is this one working? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Ready for another trigger-proof transmission. I feel like I'm on a roll this week. Um, I don't know what it is. I feel inspired. It's a, whenever I do these uh, transmissions, they don't, they're not planned. They just come through me as a direct result of, you know, conversations that I'm having with clients and friends in the realm of uh, health, in the realm of business, in the realm of relationships, in the realm of personal responsibility, in the realm of neuroscience, in the realm of acting, actively creating your world, uh, choosing your own adventure rather than having it chosen for you. So all of a sudden I get into a conversation and it gets the wheels spinning and I integrate it all together and I go, how can I deliver this to this community in a way that would speak to you? And this training is for you if you are finding yourself successful at work. You are a success. You are in a good, good paying position, a high paying position. You have a leadership role, maybe a management role. Maybe you're even a coach. Maybe you're even a consultant. You're a CEO of a company or you're a doctor, you're a chiropractor, you're a naturopath. You lead teams. You are a leader. You're in sales and you're crushing it and you're doing amazing. Congratulations. But there's this little thing that's happening that you, regardless of how great you are and all the work that you do and all the training that you do and all the coaching that you've had, <sighs> you still can't get the relationship thing right. Let me know if I am resonating with you. If you're hashtag, give me a hashtag replay. Let me know. Just say, hey, me, put your hand up. Give me a, that's me. Uh, this training is for you. I do recognize that there are people out there who are <clears throat> struggling in the realm of relationships and work at the same time and the both are in chaos together and that's really difficult and I'm sorry if that's the case. Um, there, in those cases, there's usually like really deep um, underlying wounds that are unresolved uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really like client cr crawling out of a hole. But this, this, uh, this message resonates with everybody, but specifically the frustration of having all of these check marks, having all the things looking amazing on paper, but you're, you know, looking great on paper, but then you look at your relationship and you're like, why does that, my, my, my connection at home my, my, my home base doesn't match what I feel that I deserve. I mean, I, I, I'm a boss. I'm amazing. I'm a catch. I got a lot to offer. Why is it that the universe doesn't see that for me? And so I, I thought of that question, and I really wanted to shed some light on that. Let me know if this is resonating for you. But I remember this reminds me of my situation when, you know, like I – success in every department, everything that I did, business, you know, in chiropractic, uh, helping my clients, even in doing, you know, workshops and trainings, I was always, you know, doing very well. And I would just constantly find myself in the same freaking patterns again and again in relationships. And it, I just never had the experience of relationships feeling nourishing. And so what I'd like to do is to, I'm just going to put, pop up some notes here that I had written earlier. I'm also going to shed some light on if you're in that situation, 
what a really healthy relationship would feel like. Because let's face it, the main reason that one of the main reasons why you don't have that in your life, first thing I want to share, is that the reason why you likely don't have a healthy relationship in your life is, the highest probability is, you never had one modeled to you. You never had one that was actually modeled to you. I'm just going to open up uh, uh, secure, secure relationships. Ah, perfect. Um, you never had it op you never had it modeled to you so first and foremost there's no shame in this this is not your fault this is not uh something that you deliberately did i'm i'm here to tell you there's nothing wrong with you that's the first thing that i want you to say because wanna wanna want you to know because i was just on a training with some very successful people and this was the main complaint that they were saying they were like i feel like a loser you know, one of them, Jen, who's a member of this community, she's so honest and I just love love her. Uh, she said, you know, like in her journal, she's like, I'm such a I'm such a winner at work, but I'm a loser at home. <laughs> you know, it's like that's so terrible to think about yourself. But then when I looked around the room on the group call, there were so many other people. People were like, oh, my God, I feel the same way. And I was like, all right, so let me let me explain to you the why behind this because I can relate. And when I looked at myself, I realized something. Um, I realized why this wasn't the case. And when I, when I, here's the thing, when I realized why, it wasn't very comfortable for me. <laughs> because deep down inside, you're, you understand, you know why it's not the case. It has to do with, you know, primary attachment wounds, it has to do with the upbringing that you had, it has to do with your belief about yourself, but your ego doesn't want to admit it. So it keeps talking about all these amazing things about you and tries to hide from the shame of it. And I lived like that most of the time. I was like, I'm a catch. I felt entitled. I had this entitlement. I showed up. <coughs> because of my belief about myself, look at me, I'm, you know, I'm good looking, I'm a doctor, I have all of these great things, I got to drive a nice car, I have a penthouse, like, I deserve someone to fucking worship the ground I walk on. Can you see a little problem with that attitude? <laughs> That's how I was showing up, right? And so when I show up this way, unconsciously what was happening was my ego was blocking my insignificance, my feelings of insignificance. In fact, if you fit the description of, of, this, of this post of, of who I'm talking about, be open to the possibility that the reason why you've become successful in the first place and you're hustling and you're like so about the money and you gotta make two sales a day. I just spoke with a, another entrepreneur marketer who just is crushing it and just fearless He's a male, fearless it, it, at the workplace. But then in, in his personal life, his marriage, his and, and other, co you know, extracurricular stuff is absolute fucking chaos, right? And this was the situation is that be open and honest with yourself about the reason why you're hustling to become successful in the first place. Get very clear and open and real with why you have turned your life to just becoming this successful thing and proving yourself. That part of you, 
connecting with that part of you is the key for you to create healthy relationships. And notice the, notice the language that I'm choosing, create healthy relationships. Because most of the time, you go on dating sites and you start meeting people hoping that you'll meet the right person rather than shifting the mindset towards creating the right relationship, creating a secure relationship. So the first thing I'm going to invite you to do, at, because you're in this community and you're on the journey and you're on the climb with me because I'm on a journey to create secure relationship at home. That little baby that you're hearing, Dominic, he's going to thrive when he feels my relationship with Diana feeling strong and connected. The, the stronger and connected my relationship is with Diana, the more secure and stable and resourced Dominic is raised with. If you don't believe me, think of your upbringing and the times where you would see conflict happening around you. How, how did that make you feel growing up? This, this unsafety, this instability, this feeling of responsibility, of abandoning the self and pleasing and taking care of others so that you can feel safe. Well, welcome to the foundation of codependency. Welcome to the foundation of enmeshment. Welcome to the foundation of what we call emotional incest, which is when a child has to step up and take care of the emotional needs of a parent. But guess what? The more that I take care of my emotional needs and then have a very solid, secure attachment with my partner, the safer, the safer that my child feels growing up in the container of my household. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense for you. All right. So basically, what does a secure attachment feel like? What is it that you're working towards? What's the ultimate goal here for you? Successful entrepreneur, business leader, sales, you know, tycoon, you know. Great. Well, here's why this is really important. As successful as you are, it in the greater how am I going to put this? In your business, you're successful because of, here's why. In your business, you're really successful because you know what you're good at. You stay in your lane and then you delegate the rest. You delegate all of the lower priority shit you don't want to do to your assistant, to other people, to your team. That's why you're so successful in business because you can delegate your weaknesses. The reason why relationships are eluding you is because you cannot delegate your weaknesses. You must commit to working on them, working through them, working on them, working through them, being in a conversation and focusing on building the muscle where your muscles are weak. It's like, okay, so what, you know, it's like Michael Jordan when he went to from basketball to baseball, he then realized that he had to change and adapt his physiology in order to succeed in baseball. So he had to work on the weaker muscles, the muscle groups, which, you know, as a basketball player, you don't need, you know, back muscles and all of that stuff. So he had to change the way he worked out because he had to make those weaker muscles stronger. That's exactly how I want you to see your commitment. If you want to have a healthy relationship, you can. The problem is, is that you've become so successful, you've probably become conditioned to going, look, why don't I just throw money at so-and-so and just make it better? That's one of the pitfalls of this, 
is that once you've gotten to that place of business success, you kind of gotten into your own head and your ego has taken over and you're so used to get, being around people who are yes people and getting what you want and being able to pay for something and then saying, fuck you and you're fired and, and people are kind of like subordinating to you, that that kind of energy doesn't cut it in a secure relationship. So you got to address the insignificant part of you and why I hate saying you because I, I, I because we're not different and I don't want to be talking down to you. I really want to be sharing that um, we we are responsible for dealing with the insignificant part of us that has us trying to become super successful and kind of in that power trip role when we're unconscious. We all have that. And so in or, for me, when I when I got to my last relationship breakdown, and I really realized I, I I realized I faced the uncomfortable truth that I was 43 years old, I was single, no kids, successful business in the past, successful business, but then I look around and Christmas I'm alone, New Year's I'm alone, and it's going to come hard. It's going to hit hard over the next few months. Between Halloween and um, Valentine's Day, we are going to see the biggest amount of relationship breakdowns. Statistically, the number of breakups go from Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day. It just explodes for this very reason. We get met face to face with the underlying insignificance insignificant part of us that we haven't really dealt with, that we've unconsciously used business and success to try to hide from. That's what I was doing. I was actually hiding from my insignificance through my business success, focusing only on all of my strengths. You know, if I looked a certain way, if I was intelligent, I had, you know, my shit together, I had my own fucking independence, I'm a good catch, equals I'm entitled <laughs> I'm an entire I'm still needy but now I'm entitled because I'm all of these amazing things that's why your success is often a trap because you're so used to having yes people that you don't really have accountability and then what happens is you end up losing because a secure relationship a foundation of a secure relationship at home will make you 10 times more successful. That's the irony. If you don't believe me, think of all the energy you've been wasting in trying to secure someone if you're single or argue in a constant codependent pattern if you're in a relationship and go like how much energy I just one of my one of one of my friends I, I I'm thinking of right now and he's complaining about his business not doing great and I'm looking at him and he's a successful business owner but he's complaining about business and all that stuff struggling da, 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 da. and I'm thinking to myself I wonder how much energy you could be putting into your business that's being spent in this little drama triangle between you and this you your your wife this other woman this like the whole freaking kitten caboodle. I bet you that's swallowing up about eight. And he's chatting, chatting up all these, you know, women on on dating apps. I'm thinking to myself, God, I wonder how much energy that's using up. And entrepreneurship and business success and sales and all of the, you know, uh, the white collar 
jobs and and careers that involve <clears throat> you being connected here and here all of that energy is just dis like dissipated into drama think of that a secure attachment actually shores up that energy because you have a home base at home come on over here i can't i can't tell you i cannot tell you how great it feels to do these trigger proof transmissions and train my cl my clients because i have this come here i have this secure base at home he's got the hiccups check him out let me just show you okay i got this hey mel i can't tell you because oh i just want to show you his face he's got the hiccups right now look at him is that a cute guy look at this guy oh he's got the microphone Listen, say something. I want you I want them to hear you hiccup. <laughs> I can't tell you how amazing it is. Here you go, sweetie. To be able to to come and give you these takes up my energy. And if you look, I'm putting in this kind of content about an hour, almost three, four, sometimes five times a week, and I'm starting to ramp it up for you because I'm feeling more and more inspired. None of this, you know, business, none of this career stuff that I'm doing is is worth its salt if I don't feel like this safety and security at home. What I'm trying to tell you is I get that your business is really important to you. I get that it's important to you to have all that, but think of how much energy you are dissipating by the drama of these patterns, by searching, by the chasing, the endless chasing. The fact that I feel this security at home makes me even more successful in business. Does that make sense? So, um, <clears throat> so what does it look like? What's the ideal goal? Well, first and foremost, a secure attachment is your birthright. I want you to write this down even say it. It's your inherent biological design. It is waiting to be expressed in you. This feeling of safety in attaching with people. And attachments is I want you to look at relationship attachments as invisible fiber optic cords. That's what it is. It's like if you and I are friends and we get into an argument, there's a few cords that are ripped apart, right? And then I'm going to feel it between you and I right so do you have the skills in repairing those cords because your health depends on it right so the goal here is to get you from where you are to this ideal of secure attachment but only if you're willing to do the work that's the key it's a secure attachment is when you're responsive rather than reactive to your triggers being warm and loving in relationships will come naturally to you you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's true. When you're around somebody who's secure, they just, this warmth and lovingness, it just comes naturally through you. When you have an insecure attachment, like you're anxious attached, you're disorganized, or you're avoidant, which we're going to talk about in further trainings, and I'm, I just prepared a quiz that's coming up. Just DM me with, uh, put in the, in the comment section, send me the quiz, and I'm going to send you the quiz so you can find out which style that you are. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast, designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves 
to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Um, what happens is you're not warm and loving because it doesn't feel safe to love. But when you have secure attachments, love, giving and receiving love, it just comes naturally to you. I'm feeling that right now. Even when I meet strangers, it's just I feel naturally like loving towards them because I worked and I did the work to heal those attachment wounds. And what happens is in secure attachments, you enjoy being intimate without becoming overly worried about your relationship. It's like, okay, you're intimate, and then you're like, oh my God, is this, like, did I do it right? Should I wait it for three days? And you all have, have all these fucking little stupid games. Was I too intimate too fast? Was I not? Was I giving? Like, you're not worried about that kind of thing, right? You take th things in stride when it comes to romance, and you don't really get easily upset in relationship matters. In my previous relationship, that's all we fucking talked about is the relationship and the problems. And when I started to do the work and then I attracted this goddess, Diana, I was like, why are you not like co constantly complaining in this relationship? Why are you not constantly forcing a conversation? Why are you not needy? Why does this feel so easy? Like what's going on? I had to second guess. I'm like, and I realized that I mistook that neediness for love. You might mistake the longingness for love, but it's actually an insecure attachment wound, right? Um, you have, uh, in, a, in a secure attachment, you effectively communicate your needs and your feelings in the relationship. You can just say, hey, look, this is, this is what my, I'm going to need for you to do so-and-so. <laughs> you know, I'm going to need for you to be there when my, you know, my mother comes over. I don't do very well. I'm just going to need you to be there. Okay, got you. All right. You're strong at reading your partner's cues. You're able to sense, this is one part of our programs it, it, where I train people is to, to how to read somebody when they're in a different nervous system state, when they're in dorsal, when they're in sympathetic. There are certain cues. When you see them, when I see Diana and she's in dorsal, I know exactly what to do to help her, to reconnect, to help her. Uh, this is co-regulation. It's work. It, it, it's I don't want to even call it work, but it's, it's so fulfilling. It's, it's training. It's like a new language. It's a skill. It's a skill you can learn, in other words, right? If you're willing to, you know, face some uncomfortable shit, right? You share your successes and your problems with your partner, and you're able to be there for them in times of need, right? So it's like, oh, I'm having a problem. You can share it. They're having a problem. You're there for them. Like, you're there for each other. You don't have this experience of, like, emotional disattunement. This person doesn't get me. You know what I mean? Right? So... <clears throat> This is what's possible for you. And here's another key component to it, uh, to the secure attachment, is that it doesn't feel 
um, it doesn't feel like stressful getting together and separating, right? And and sharing intimacy is quite quite simple, uh, quite simple to do. You're you're able to give and receive love. You're able to accept and receive love, and you're you know it just it's just a really great place to be. It's something that I didn't think was possible for me, but with the right amount of work, it is. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's basically it. If you're having this challenge, let me know. Send me a DM with what your story is. Uh, where would you love to be by Christmas? I'd love to hear a little bit more. I'd love to get into a conversation with you. And I have maybe some trainings that you can watch. But if you're actually committed to doing the work so that you can actually create a secure attachment at home and then feel safe in relationships rather than waiting for somebody to come and create safety for you you're actually ready to create this is what I realized this was the big shift for me secure relationships are created right secure relationships are created it's not done by chance in other words I love Diana but if something were to happen and I'm not with her I have absolute faith confidence and belief that I can create a secure attachment and so could she I don't want to I'm good where I'm at, but I just wanted to say that to illustrate that it's about you becoming. And I'm not saying this because you're a weak person or it's you got to address the insignificance that has you hustling. I'll say I had to address my level of insignificance that had me trying to hustle to become successful to deal with my insignificance without actually getting honest with that. I'm going to show up entitled in relationships, be the, see this narcissistic codependent cycle continuing to happen, and then everything kind of falls apart. And then I blame the other person, and then I dump them, and then I go to another relationship, and lo and behold, same damn freaking pattern again and again. All the dating apps, everybody that you date, all these different people, same problem. And then it's like, okay, so it's time to get humble address the common denominator, nip it in the bud. Today, that was my message. My transmission for you today is to make a priority and go all in. You know, send me a DM and go, I am the way that you are in your business. I am all in with creating safety inside of myself so that then I can have deeper relationships. Why is this important? I don't care if you have all the money in the world. I, I was at a place, you know, I've been to places where you know abundant wealth buy anything I want whatever but if I don't have a secure relationship at home which I never had in my life none of it is worthwhile but even here's the best part when you don't have all the money in the world and you're broke as fuck if you have a secure relationship you can still feel wealthy that's all that matters and when you're considering this and hemming and hawing and being afraid to invest in yourself, I want you to consider something. <clears throat> and I had this conversation with one of these really successful entrepreneurs who has a complete mess shit show uh, personal relationship for the very same reasons I'm sharing. I asked him this question. I said, what do you want to happen at the end of your life? I want you to picture when you take your last breath. I know I'm a little bit, you know, that sounds kind of morbid and sad and somber but no it's actually really good picture that moment where you're taking your last breath what do you what do you want happening around you 
what do you want happening around you? Who do you want to be there? Right? I asked him this question. I said, w your dad died. W w did you, were you there when your dad died? He goes, no. I said, were your sisters there around him? No. Who was around him? He died alone in a nursing home. Okay. And we, you know, he, had, he, was, he hadn't dealt with his shit. I asked him, okay, that's, that's interesting. Okay, so, he, and then he realized, he goes, holy shit, I'm heading in the same direction, aren't I? Yeah, he goes, every morning I wake up and I'm like, I need to make two sales. I need to make two sales. I need to make two sales. Perhaps I should be focusing on something else. I'm like, hmm, you don't say. Because at the end of your life, when you're taking your last breath, are you going to be thinking about all the sales that you made? <laughs> all the money that you made? Okay, congratulations. But who's around you saying thank you for the impact that you've made in their lives? Who's around you saying, because of you, I've lived, uh, I, I've been able to feel uh, better about myself. I've been healthier. I feel uh, because of what you've contributed, you've made an impact in my life, and I'm super grateful for you. How great would that be? And so that's the question I want you to consider. And then send me a DM and let me know what specifically came up for you in this conversation and what are you committed to over the next three to six months. I'd love to hear your story. If you're actually, if everything that I said here, you know, fits the description and you're feeling a little bit trepidatious, that's cool. Send me a DM, let me know what's going on. And then I'll send you a training that shows you exactly what you need to do to change that story. And then, um, yeah, perhaps consider the possibility that, you know, we're all going to die someday. And the most important thing is healthy relationships. It took me half of my life to discover that. And that's okay. I had to go through some pain. You might have to wait. You might be dangling over the gates of hell like my other friend is going through. And he's just got to hit rock bottom before you do that. Or you take action before that happens and you turn things around because you have time. You have time right now. So anyway, hopefully that uh, resonated with you. Um, I have a secure attachments quiz coming up, which attachment style you are. It's coming up. Uh, and this month uh, in November and December, we're going to be focusing on triggers in relationships, your attachment style and how to transform that. So if you have any questions, let me know. Send me a DM with your info. Of, of what's going on for you, and then we'll talk about where you are, where you'd like to be, and then what's in the way. See you at the next perfect time.